Oh. Yo. It's the Great Debate Show. Jarvis Jeffries, Terrence Smith. Hey. We're in the building, baby. I do not own the rights to this music. I do not own the copyrights, neither does Terrence. We're just having a little fun here on the Great Debate Show. And um, a cult of personality. Man, are you for real? Uh, some kind of personality. Some kind of personality, man. It's a lot of stuff going on in AEW. We've got so much to talk about, and half of it, or most of it, is not even a damn pay per view. And the matches in the pay per view. And that's and that's a shame. That is a shame. So much has went on last night. AEW All Out in Chicago, Illinois, and um, we had a an overall. A uh, fairly good show of of AEW All Out. Of course, they're gonna put together a good pay per view. I wasn't yep. very fond of some of the matches that was that were booked because I didn't think they should have been booked. I thought that some of those matches were booked too soon. I I, I never wanted a, the acclaim versus Swerve in our glory. That just should have happened. And then look what happened. They put themselves into a bind. I listened to the media scrum. I'm not feeling it. I'm not buying what you're saying, Keith Lee. I'm not buying what Tony Khan is saying. Hey, we want the fans to just, you know, we're not trying to make them cheer or boo for anybody. We don't, we're not trying to make them think a certain way. We want them to think the way they want to think, and we want them to boo who they want to boo and cheer who they want to cheer, whatever. You don't put those two together. Now the acclaimed are so over, you've got tag team world champions that yeah, are getting, they're going to get booed. You buried the champions. You buried them. You basically buried them. That's why I didn't like the match to begin with, and neither did you, Terrence. Um, no. We had, a, we had a four-way match between the ladies. That wasn't a bad match. A lot of these matches over-exceeded my expectations. I'm not going to lie. However, it's just that, and again, Swerve in Our Glory versus The Acclaim was unbelievable. It was a great match. I'm not saying it wasn't. Oh, my God. But that should have been at full gear, not at all out. Yeah. And even if you do do it at full gear, I'm still not buying it. It still shouldn't be them two unless Swerve and Our Glory has went heel. I don't like putting baby faces against baby faces or whatever you yeah, want to call Yeah, or you put a third team in there and that might make it a better, but make it better, but uh, or that. not like that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's not the way it should have went. And yeah, they won, but damn, no, 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 no. They've buried their tag team champions pretty much, yes. I mean, if there was any time that you go for an audible, in the booking, that was the time right there, Terrence. There's where you yeah. say, you know what? Screw it, man. They're claiming they're the tag team champions. I'm sorry. We'll, yeah. we'll we'll deal with the other stuff later. They wanted that that night in Chicago. Speaking of other things that they wanted in Chicago, they wanted CM Punk to be the champion. He won the championship. Well, of course. However, MJF showed up and returned. And we're going to talk about if that was the right move if it was the right time for him to show up the way he did, when he did, all of the crazy crap that went on earlier in the night with the wild card and the the the, the ladder match. Oh, my God. Stokely Hathaway was the masked man, and he had the card, the chip, and he gave it to someone, but we didn't know who it was. He had his whole clique out there that he's been giving cards out to, and I guess they've all decided to join. Whatever the name of the group is, I guess MJF is going to give that to us, or Stokely is going to give that to us on Wednesday. But mm-hmm. I'm gentlemen. sure Stokely won't mind doing it. I'm sure he won't mind doing it. Stokely and MJF with a mic in their hand, Lord, this is going to be a hell of a promo. I'll tell you that. But hey, Terry says you was texting me the other night, last night, like this is like the second or third faction for MJF. The third one already. What is going on here, man? What do you like about last night, if anything, how it went? Before we get into what happened during the media scrum on Punk, and he went off on several people, and then what happened after the media scrum, we're going to get into that. But first, if we can just touch on All Out. I know. I know. (laughs) But if we can just touch on All Out last night at AEW. Overall, how do you think about the show? And, you know, what were some of your best moments? I know you probably want to talk about Christian Cage. And, I was about to start with it, actually. And Jungle Boy. Oh, man. Half edit, man. Ricky Starks and Hobbs uh, was in a pretty much a squash. It was just a 
somebody on Twitter got at me and said it was a wonderful night. What are you talking about? I'm like, what the wow. fuck was you watching? See, some of these, some of these fans, I can't trust them. Man, I can't trust some of these fans. I can't deal with them, man. Like, what are you there's talking about? No what way, are you watching? There's no way. Listen, the two promos that we've talked about all year long have been MJFs and Rick Starks. Yes. And and you're telling me that after hearing Rick Starks and the and the, the support they got behind him, uh, that he's supposed to come out and get and get squashed by the man that turned on him? We talked about this on the last show, Drivers. You got to protect your baby faces. Yeah. If, Rick, if, if Hobbs is going to beat him, that's one thing. But Hobbs should have to cheat to beat that man. No. No. Nah, he did just it clean. Up. He did it clean. Yeah. That's just not cool. That's, that's not, not cool. That's so, not. so when Rick and Sauce comes out, what are we supposed to – what is he supposed to say to Hobbs? <laughs> that's a good question. It's almost like that's the end. I mean, you – It's know, almost you, like that's the end. Like Hobbs went over, that's the end, on to whatever's next. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, I don't know how you save that. They 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 pretty much buried him right there. And Starks is a star. We've been saying that for yeah. a while now, and they keep trying to tell us that, yeah, but no, there's no buts. Just that was terrible. I looked at that yeah. and I was like, and, wow, what the f- did I just watch? And, and I don't mind. I didn't mind Hobbs getting a win, but you can't do that to Starks. There's a there's a way to go about everything, and it just seems like it seemed like it was really lazy. Is what it seemed like. Uh, whoever made the decision, I'm, we'll call that guy's name enough tonight. I don't, I don't want to b- bury his name too much. But uh, whoever made the decision for how that match should go out just did not think it all the way. They, they were not thinking about Rick and Starks at all. It seems like that split was geared more for Hobbs than it was Starks. And I just don't think that um, that should have – if that's the case, they should have left them together. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I just – I value them both. I think they both have very, very much uh, a, a lot of likability. But I just don't think that burying Starks like that in a clean match is the right way to go about it. Yeah. So if there was any, if there was any disappointment about that night, about mm-hmm. All Out, uh, the pay-per-view, because we got to separate the actual show from the after show, <laughs> uh, right. that would definitely be it. Ricky Starks, to me, deserved a lot better. Yeah. That was bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I'm, I was not very impressed with um, Athena and Jay Cargill. I thought that with I mean they've been building that match for months. They deserve more than more than the, the, a lot of time that they were given. And yeah. apparently, I, I read something about the matches were both of those matches were scheduled to go on longer. I don't know if if it's just a situation where they got called to go home early, or if it's a situation where they just decided amongst themselves to go home early. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know what the situation was, but I think with with the build and Athena seemingly seemingly being able to match Jade, you know, athletically, to me it should have uh, went a little longer than what it went. But I and, and I and I'm still hanging on to me saying to, uh, that Jade is is the women's champion of AEW. Yeah, I know that Tony Storm is now the interim champion. She was also a mess in the media scrum. I don't want to leave her out. I don't know if you got her comments or not. Yeah, um, I did. I did. Yeah, so I yeah, of... man, it's just oh, it's just so much. Uh, I, I was very um, apparently Christian Cage has an injury. Oh, that's, that's, yeah, he may have he may have actually gotten hurt in that um, Jungle Boy attack, which <laughs> might blur some storylines a little bit, or he might just be that might be a kayfabe injury. But uh, either way, Luchasaurus did turn on Christian. That's one that I definitely uh, predicted a while ago. You did. I just, I just knew there was no way that Jungle, uh, Jungle, uh, Luchasaurus, the way he looked with Christian Cage, they were not about. It. And his presentation was still very heelish. Uh, so I knew they were not about to go away from that. And AEW to me, and this is another problem outside of the problems that we'll talk about. They have a lot of heel big men. It seems that most, if not all, of their big men. Or heels, bad guys. Uh, because you got Luchasaurus. Now you have W. Morrissey, uh, Hobbs, and uh, whenever uh, what's his name is there, uh, the Murder Hawk Monster. He's pretty much always a bad guy. Yeah. It seems that it's most, if not him. all, of the big men, with the exception of Warlow, but I don't even know if I want to call Warlow a big man. They say he's they say he's only like six two. <laughs> yeah, he's not that. Yeah, he's he's he, yeah he's a big guy, but he's not a big guy. You know. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, uh, but it seems that most most of the big men are bad guys. 
Yeah. I mean, I guess it's cool. You know, I, I want my big man to be mean and to be feared. And but man, like, are they gonna have to bring Big Show out of uh, out of retirement or something to fight one of these guys just to kind of even it up? But yeah, I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> but I'm glad to see Luchasaurus, you know, turn and, and he'll get his moment for sure. And I'm sure this will lead to a big um, a big feud with now Jungle Boy Jack Perry. It's funny that that's his official name now, but when Jim Ross called him that, people just had a fit. Right, yeah. You remember that, like, when AEW first kind of took off and uh, Jim Ross called him Jungle Boy Jack Perry and people were just killing Jim Ross online. Yeah. It's not his name, but it is his name. And now it's really his name. And now it's really his name. So they got it. I saw Jim they, Ross I saw knew they just edited it. And, yeah. and, you know, some of these people have to listen to the elders. There you go. There you go. And that's what it seems because now he can say it and everybody has to say it as well, like, that is Jungle Boy Jack Perry. So, yeah. That is Jungle Boy Jack Perry. That's the first time I caught it last night on the uh, pay-per-view at All Out. But, yeah, I did catch that. They said Jungle Boy Jack Perry. So, yeah. uh, that was a squash pretty much, though, right? I mean, Luchasaurus yeah. came out and jumped him, attacked him from the jump Choke before the bell. Even, oh, man, on the rail. Messed his back on up pretty room, good. Yeah, it was a vicious choke slam. Yeah, and Christian Cage before the whole thing. You knew he was so he was too cool. And then now we know why. Because he had the attack planned. He asked once again Jungle Boy Jack Perry's mom to call him. Give him a call before the match started. Just steal good stuff. Um, you know, as he taunted, you know, as you know, with the uh he, he trolled with the uh the, the mom and the sister. And yeah, it was it was okay. I was surprised that they done it like that. I would have liked to have seen yeah. a match, but now that you're telling me that Christian has an injury. That would explain why they done it like that. I think yeah, this- yeah, people are speculating. It's all speculation. And again, it could be a total kayfabe injury. Uh, but people are uh, suspecting a, a torn triceps or something along those lines with the brace that he had on. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But you know, Jericho had a torn triceps and he fought through it. Right. Oh no, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah uh, this was uh, during the MJF uh, trials, I think. Okay. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, he had a torn triceps, but he, like I said, he fought through it. Uh huh. Um, and then there was their match with with Jericho and, and Danny. So what did you what did you think about that? I, I don't want to like just kind of rail on everything, but well, it was so um, much it was so much going on. In my honest opinion, yeah. it bored me for a while. It started to then you know it started to kind of they kind of picked up the pace somewhat, but it kind of bored me again. Look, Jericho fifty one years old, amazing, you know, yeah. like every fifty one year old can't be in there competing like that on that level. <laughs> I'll right. give him. I'll give him that. But still, he is fifty-one in the ring trying to compete, and it shows sometimes that he's still fifty-one mm-hmm. in certain spots. And so I'm just saying that it was okay. But I have more of an issue with not just the match, but the outcome of the match. I don't get it. You know, like I don't even understand why they put them in the match together. It was a match that could have waited till Grand Slam. It didn't have to be on Dynamite. The re- I mean, on All Out. This is the reason why they cut some of the matches short like the Jay Cargill versus Athena, like the squash with Hobbs and Starks. These matches were cut short because they were sick of all of the complaints of these pay-per-views being too long. And people still complained that it was still too long. Because even though you cut some of the matches off short, you still let some other matches run too long. So if people still complained, maybe you should have went with two nights like it was rumored to happen. But I guess they didn't want to be like WWE and have a two-night all-out affair, but it definitely yeah. needs two nights with all the matches they booked together. Either, either if you're going to stay one night, stop putting so many matches together. Did it, did it seem to you that all-out just didn't have the bill that it needed? Something was missing. I'm not going to lie. Something was yeah. missing, and again, that's why I tweeted what I tweeted last night that MJF saved the day. And I know some people didn't agree with that, but it's like, it wasn't the best All Out. All Out is supposed to be the WrestleMania of AEW, and it wasn't to me. It was kind of up and down. There were some things that they did, and I'm like, well, I'm all for being unpredictable, but damn, damn I don't know if that should have happened tonight, or I don't know if that should have happened with that person right there. Why did you book yeah. these two together? They're just doing some questionable things in the booking and the, the stories that they're putting together. 
I'm watching Tony Khan act like a kid at the medium scrum as he as he tells Swerving Our Glory that the acclaim did give you guys a good match. And I know you're not worried about them, but maybe we could see a rematch of you two against those two in the future, maybe by Grand Slam at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Like, man, why do you want to consist on keep on burying your tag team champions? You just done it. In Chicago, you want to do it again? Like you would literally, you would literally have to let the acclaim win that match if you do it again, you know, mm-hmm. at, at the yeah, at, yeah, in the rest stadium. Have to win that match. Yeah, and and according to uh, Swerve Strickland, he's not going. He's he's literally seeing what we see, and he says he sees everything. He listens to all the podcasts. He sees all the tweets. He sees all of the negative BS, and he's that petty. He's coming for everybody that's saying whatever. So he's got a point to prove. He's got a chip on his shoulder. And he said Keith Lee doesn't care about social media at all. But Swerve Lee said, I mean, Swerve Strickland said he's just the complete opposite of that. And so he's telling Tony, hey, if you want to put him in the ring with us again, go ahead. That's their funeral, you know, because we're not giving up these titles anytime soon just because fans keep tweeting that they want to see this person with the belt. They want to see this person with the belt. Are we going to keep doing that, TK? Are we going to keep? He's literally talking to Tony Khan like that in the media scrum. Yep. And this is the problem with AEW. Everybody's treating Tony Khan like he's the friend, like he's the buddy, not the boss. They don't see That's him as the boss. That is a ain't problem. Nobody, ain't nobody talking to Vince like that. Nobody. Are you serious? No. Nobody would dare. Wouldn't dare. You know? Mm-mm. They'd be shook, shaking in their boots. And again, don't get me wrong. There's no there's nothing wrong with having a great you know, working relationship, a good environment to where everybody can feel like nobody's superior over the next. I get that. Right. But damn it, you can't sit up there and talk to him like that's buddy, buddy. He is your boss. And Swerve Strickland is like, man, we're not going to keep doing this. And he's admitting to them changing title hands and things like that because of what the fans see and say. And he's just saying, how long, we're not, how long are we going to keep doing that? We're not doing it anymore. We're not going to, you know, and, and, Keith Lee kind of got in his feelings a little bit. He doesn't care about what the fans think or what they say. They would the reporter just asks, like, how do you how did you feel when everybody just a claim was that much over? Did you almost think it needed to be a change in the outcome or whatever, whatever? <laughs> you know, he was being honest though. And Keith yeah. Lee is just saying that he has no problem with everybody cheering for them. They're great. They're amazing. I get it. But at the end of the day, it just made us step our game up. We felt like we had to do more. And they, they, they give you a good sports center, real press conference feeling. And I just, like I said again, I just didn't like how Tony Khan is sitting up there like he's the buddy-buddy, not the boss with these people. Yeah. And CM Punk doing what he did. We're about to get into it. But let's just try to finish all out. I'm sorry. I went too far. But trying to finish all out, though, uh, Terrence, the acclaim loss, which we knew they would. And it wasn't good, though, because everybody was just like, oh, my God, Acclaim has to win this, and they didn't. And Swerve and Our Glory got some boos. You know, they got several, they got quite a few boos. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it was like they forgot about them. They said, screw them that quick. They love the Acclaim. They love Scissor yeah. Me Daddy ass. They love and, it. And it, wasn't that, and it wasn't that long ago that we were so happy to see uh, Swerve and Our Glory win the tag titles. But the acclaim has just been so hot, and it's just, if you're going to put them in that match, they should win. Yeah. It's bad timing. It's bad Bad timing. It's bad Bad timing. timing. But when you put a claim over like that, that's good. But you, they could have beat anybody else at All Out. They could have kept running that that gun club stuff and beat them one final time. I don't know. But you don't put them up against swerving our glory just yet. Because when you put them up against them, you have to take the belts from them. And I would like That's to it. see if That's you, it. yeah, and if they do it, I would like for Swerving Our Glory to kind of be healed or to kind of be like, we don't really know what's up with these guys. Are they healed? Are they still babyface? There needs to be some kind of it needs to be something different from what it is now. They put them yeah. together too yeah. early. He said, I, I would have liked to see have, for the acclaim to have gotten their win, had their moment. Swerving Our Glory turn on them after the match, and yeah. now you now you have a good feud set up. That would have been fine with me because now you. But got, now you're in a situation where when you book the rematch, the claim have to win. It's just that simple. You do, and then why are we booking that? Why are we booking that again though? When, like, why why do we? Why does he insist on putting babyface versus babyfaces together? I don't get it. I just don't get it. The whole mox and punk thing, where everybody is just 
you know, really scrambling and reaching deep to figure out why they done it the way they done it and the reasons for it. And it's just quite simple. All of this would have been avoided had they not put the interim championship on Mox, which I said in the beginning months ago, they shouldn't they should have, have never, never done, done it. it. No. And this is how they've gotten themselves in a dilly of a pickle because you got Mox and Punk and they went ahead and lived it out. And they hashed it out, and they tried to make it something. It was, it was, it was getting interesting. Don't get me wrong, but it's like that was Moxie's idea. That was Moxley's idea to squash him, and then you'll get it back at, at home in Chicago. Like, no, you didn't have to do that. That was stupid. That was that was probably worse than Hogan and Goldberg. It, this was bad. It was bad, and it should have <laughs> never happened. Uh, but again, they put together some good matches on uh, Sunday night. It all out. And um, Jade is still the TBS champion against Athena. We knew that was going to happen. She did. Yeah. She continued to win. Stokely is not – he didn't even come to the ring with Jade. But he but he has this whole faction that he's putting together. So I can't wait to see what's going to happen with those two, if anything. Is he affiliated with the baddies anymore or what? I'm not sure. But um, moving on from that, we had FTR and Warlow beat somebody very quickly. I don't even remember who they went against. Um but I wasn't interested. But they had to find a way to put FTR on the card. We get it. Mm-hmm. Warlow had to find a way to be on the card. We get it. Jay Lethal and M- MCMG or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, that's there right. There was no way FTR and, and Warlow were losing. That's right. It was Jay Lethal. They just weren't losing. We, yeah, we, we knew they were. But the, fa- but the fact of the matter is you had to put Warlow in a tag team in a trios match with FTR. That means you had nothing for FTR or Warlow. Yeah. Basically. That's it. And nothing for Jay Lethal as well. He's supposed to still be in something with Samoa Joe maybe or somebody, but Samoa Joe, he still was disappeared since Ring of Honor, pay-per-view, Supercard, and then he finally came back last night. But it's like, I mean, so everybody's back. He said everybody will be back full, healthy, full strength. We saw Samoa Joe. He's back. No Adam Cole, but MJF is back. Punk is back. Danielson. Now it looks like everybody is back, but damn, like except for Adam Cole, but it's like, man, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do with these people? Where, 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 where are you where, gonna where go? Do you, where do you even put him? Where do you put him? Where do you because go? Now next? he's 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 alone now. He doesn't have a faction now because Bobby Fish is gone, and I think Kyle has to have surgery, uh, so he's out for a minute. So it's just Adam Cole now. And, you know, like, if Adam Cole was one of the ones that went back to a, uh, to WWE, I wouldn't be mad at him. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he does do that now that Triple H is in charge. I think at some point time is going to pass on and he's going to sit himself wondering. He's going to sit there wondering to himself, where did we go wrong here? I know I was hurt. And then the other, guy, the other guys got hurt. And then he gets healthy and they can't figure out a way to squeeze him back in or they can't find a story to put him in. And eventually that contract will be about to wind down probably. And he'll just be like, man, I'm just going to go back over there. You don't really have anything for me, not a spot for yeah. me. All right, it's cool. I'm gone. And I think that's what will happen. Uh, I thought Kip Sabian was gone, and he's actually back in AEW. He had been gone for quite some time. He had like a 9- to 12-month injury. And he, then, yeah, he was out for a while. Yeah, but then even after he was back from the injury, they had to figure out what they were going to do with him and how they were going to slide him back in. Penelope Ford, she was still hanging around while he was out, and, you know, then she got hurt. And I think that she's on her way to come back, so they're going to finally get those two back on TV together. They were really Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti before those two, uh, two years ago. It's just that these injuries that's been going on has been very unfortunate for AEW, but it's hurt them significantly. It's hurt them. Uh Anything else to talk about from all out before we get into all the crap that's going on? Oh, the trio. <laughs> we know the trio's champions are now Omega and the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. They that, beat that Cage in Dark Order. Very predictable, though, yes. Very predictable. Um, who else? Who else? Who else to talk about? Um, man, okay, so we said Jericho beat Brian Danielson. We don't know why. Um, no, I don't, that, that just does not. I don't understand that. I don't understand it either at all. Don't I don't get it. I'm sorry. And then they show Garcia in the back with his head down. Like, damn, I hate my leader. Lost the match. And, but, and but it, he it didn't also devalues the wins that Garcia got. It does. It does. 
because if Jericho beat him, it's backwards, man. I don't get what they're doing. I don't get it. I think sometimes trying to be unpredictable can sometimes, you know, be like a gift and a curse. And I believe mm-hmm. that they really overplayed their hands here on every match, damn near, at All Out. Um, what else am I missing here? We had, um, I think that's about it worth talking about. I think about. that's just worth, about it. Worth mentioning, yeah. Uh, but now maybe, the fun stuff. Yeah, now the fun stuff. The fun <laughs> stuff, ladies and gentlemen, at the end of the night, of course, CM Punk won the match. And again, this is another reason why this was such a terrible idea for those two, Punk and Moxley, to have the match two weeks before All Out, Punk to lose the match and get squashed because of a foot injury that's not 100%, but is 100%, but a new 100% or whatever. But then he gets out BS. to All Out, BS, but then he gets out to All Out on Sunday night and he doesn't favor the foot. He doesn't limp on the foot. He doesn't do anything as if there's anything wrong with that foot, really. Now, barely, every now and then, Moxley started to do something with the leg and the foot finally toward the match, but he didn't favor Like, Punk really didn't sell it at all. And it's like, wait a minute now. You got squashed a few weeks ago because of this foot. You're right. supposed to barely get by. You're supposed to beat this guy. Somehow convince us you can beat him on one freaking leg. And that wasn't the case. He didn't sell that good enough in that match. So I'm just like, what was this all about? And it was basically just, hey, I'm not just going to let you just beat me, Punk. Let me get a win now, and you get the win then. And they didn't give a damn about switching it up to interim to undisputed, and now I'm undisputed. And they're gonna have to switch the belts again. They're gonna have to. It's gonna have to change hands again because MJF is back. And MJF, how long is he gonna go without getting it? Are they gonna? Or are they gonna push this all the way up until full gear? Now they probably can, yeah, but and I, and, I, and I guess that's probably the one thing we really didn't didn't talk about a whole lot. What did you What did you feel? How did you feel about MJF uh, being the Joker? I know we talked about it before, and you said that he should be. Uh, I thought that Adam Cole was going to end up being the Joker, but I yeah. guess it made sense to make it MJF. I just don't. I didn't understand uh, why he needed to be in, an, in another group. Well, as I said again, he better be, and I thought that it, it should have been him. However, like. That's just me knowing that, man, we got to see this dude's face before the night ends. Or this is a failure. This is a flop. We need him back if he's coming back. Because if he didn't show last night, it's like, okay, man. Release um, him. I I think he's done. Yeah, he's released already or they're going to release him. Yeah. But finally, okay, he shows up. But it's like, what was the point of him being gone that long? And now that even though we don't know that, and I don't know if they're going to give us an explanation on that, which they probably won't. But now that he's back, what? You know, as Terrence said earlier in the show, you come back. If you're the wild card, you take that wild card chip and you treat it like a money in the bank briefcase. You, you yeah. well, don't have that match just for number one contender shot. No, screw that. Number one contender my ass. I'm contending tonight, damn it. You just got through beating him. He should have sold the foot injury the whole night. And now he's yeah. on one foot limping. And then MJF comes out with that wild card chip, and I'm cashing it in. And I'm about to be the champion. And we should be saying right now, wow, MJF is the AEW world champion. Punk got it back. He won it. He's a two-time AEW champion. But now MJF is the champion. And Wednesday night, there's just so much to go over. There could be MJF coming out celebrating. There could be Punk saying, I want a damn rematch. This was some bullshit. I didn't even know that yep. you could cash the chip in the world, the, the wild card pick in or whatever. And then Moxley, like, what about me? I deserve a rematch too. I was the champion. I lost my title. And now Absolutely. you've got a three-way for Grand Slam or something. You don't just let him just come in and say, I'm going to get the belt. And we're going to talk about this shit for the next two and a half, three months. I mean, I, and again, I don't mind Punk and, and MJF in a story. They had a good one the last time, but can they top it? I don't know. And if they can, can they stretch it that long? Uh, MJF has got a lot to say, I'm sure, and he's got a lot of time to make up for, but it, they just didn't do it right. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to bash them out of Stoshade, and I'm glad MJF is back. Right. But they didn't do it right, in my opinion. Terrence, is there anything that you saw that should have happened and the way it should have happened before we get on to – the media scrum and what happened after that. MJF is you back, know, though. 
I don't think MJF really needed the uh, the chip. Yeah, I didn't think he did either. I just, I don't know. I what thought they that he could just come in. back. At, somebody else could have won the chip. Mm-hmm. MJF comes back at the end of the show and can still challenge CM Punk for the title. To me, there's nothing wrong with that. No, it's not. Uh, I, I just, I don't think that one is like we said earlier. He's this is be his, this is be since he's been there. This will be his third stable. Even though he was only in the elite at the beginning to turn on uh, Cody Rhodes, I get it, but he was still in it. You know, yeah, he was still packaged with them at the beginning of AEW. Uh, then there's the Pinnacle, and now there's whatever they're going to be calling themselves here. And uh, I just think that as hot as he was being in a stable. And having Stokely do some of the talking for him is not what he needed. No, it's not what he needs. We needed to see more of what we saw the last time we saw him in the ring. And, excuse me, and what they just did here is pretty much take all that away. And maybe maybe that's what the goal was. Maybe they wanted to move away from that because clearly there was some real feelings involved in that. But unfortunately, the real feelings are what got us involved with MJF's character and wanted to see more of him. Yeah, men didn't take advantage of that at all. So, yeah, I think that they dropped the ball with that. I still say, until further notice, I still say they had the ball on the one-yard line, getting ready to walk in, and they fumbled it. Yeah, and they ran it all the way back to the other end zone. All the way back to the other end zone. Now, they got to start out with something. You got to, hey, you pretty much got to get get a new playbook now and get back to that one-yard line. And I just think that that, to me, is literally hustling backwards. So I'm yep. not, I really was not happy about the way they did it. And even if he just comes out unmasked, you know, and to me at that point, he could he, the mask was not necessary to me. Right. No. It wasn't necessary to me. It wasn't to me either. I mean, again, he didn't, he didn't even have to be involved in that match, period. I mean, he could have just came on out. But one way where the reason why I think they've done something like this is because they're too focused and this is why I've always said, get rid of it. <clears throat> they need to get rid of the damn power rankings and the whole. They do need to go. They got to get rid of that whole power ranking and the record thing because this is the reason why they do certain ignorant things like this, which is backwards, because they they they, they just don't have any other way around it. They don't want to just let MJF just come out and say, I'm back, I'm fighting for the, for the title, and instead of, you know, they have to go back and say, wait a minute, he's not in the top five. Damn, forget the top five. Screw that. Right. You know, like, yeah. forget the rankings and the numbers and the records because that leads to a bunch of squash matches that we get that we're sick of seeing. It leads to a lot of things that we're tired of seeing, and they put these matches together because they want to build somebody's record up and yet still not hurt somebody else's, you know, for whoever that it is that they're pushing along the way. Tony Storm right. did mention some things last night. She is the new AEW Women's Champion. Yeah. They they've really dropped the ball with the AEW Women's Championship. Oh my goodness! On who they're giving it to, and everything. They're not making the TBS Championship important enough, in my opinion. I don't know how important it's supposed to be, but it's just a TBS Champion. That means it could also be a man, a man that's a TBS Champion as well, right? I mean, I'm not sure. You don't put women or anything behind it. So how? Yeah. How? I mean, I, I'm just trying to figure out like exactly what about the TBS championship is supposed is supposed to make us just stand out and say, "Wow, oh yeah!" Like, how prestigious is that belt? And as far as the AEW Women's Championship, T, um, yeah, we heard the rumors about Thunder Rosa and how she didn't want to give it up. They had to do this fake an injury and everything to get it off of her. And here was the four way match or whatever they called it between Britt Baker. Thunder Rose, I mean, Britt Baker, Tony Storm, Jamie Hayter, and uh, Hakiri Shida. And it, we knew Tony Storm was going to win. She did. But in the Meteor Scrum, some names came up on who she would like to fight. And um, finally, Serena Deeb's name did come up. Serena Deeb's uh-huh. name and a few others. Uh, Anna Jay came up. But uh, Tony Storm was like, yeah, Serena Deeb. That did I forget. That's who I was trying to think of in the first place. And my whole thing is, if she's in it, that's cool. But they're just going to use her just to be a 
another, you know, stepping stone. They're just going to let her step yeah. over her and move on to the next one. She's not about to lose the belt just yet. We know that. So don't put Serena Deeb in that story with her until it's time for her to lose the belt. Serena Deeb should be a champion. She should be the Ring of Honor Women's Champion. I don't know why it's still on Martinez or whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares about her. Um, Terrence, just all, all out from what you know, the main event, Punk, Danielson, I mean, Punk and Moxley, all the matches before that, what do you grade it on before we go ahead and get into what happened with Punk? At the podium. I just wanted to touch touch on what Tony Storm said about uh, Serena Deeb. I don't know where they're going to go with her and what they're going to do with her next, but, like, it's time, like you said, for that title to get on Jade's way somehow, and then we can let the rest of them play around like they're doing now with the TBS title. Yeah. They're playing around with the wrong belt, though. But, T, your thoughts um, on All Out? No, we're, we're giving it the same, the same grading, like the letter grade system, right? Like we gave, graded the Clash of the Castle. Yes, sir. Yes. All right. So if I gave Clash of the Castle a B plus, mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable giving <laughs> all out more than that <laughs> because I feel like every match on the card at Clash of the Castle was at least good. I don't want to think. I don't think all of them were great, but they were at the very least good. But when you're telling me that like the build to Ricky Starks and Hobbs got squashed with Ricky Starks just, I mean, getting taken care of. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm going to just, I'm going to go on and just give it a, probably a solid C plus. Cause I, I don't want to like just trash it. You know what I mean? Uh, I do think that, um, there were some good things that came out of it. And, you know, we have a lot of questions going forward, especially mainly with MJF and even the tag team division. Uh, but I just can't. The way the Ricky Starks went down, that that to me just sticks out, and I I can't give it too high of a grade, just because of that, really, honestly. And then when you when you put it, and I try to, I don't want to associate the turmoil that happened after with the pay per view. Uh, but hearing what what Tony Storm said about Thunder Rose, it just kind of makes me look at it with a side eye a little bit with her having that title now. Yeah. And I know that I know that a lot of that is kayfabe, but I don't I don't know if Tony Storm realized what she said, or maybe maybe she does realize what she said, and to me that makes it even more worse. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that Tony says absolutely nothing. Um, so hey, look, Tony Khan has established uh, a wrestling promotion where whenever the backstage heat is going on, he's like, okay, that's fine, let's just run with it, and we'll put this shit on TV. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't work. And Terrence said over a year ago on this show, the Great Debate Show, that whatever Tony Khan is going for, he's definitely going for it all. But I hope he understands that at some point, the more stars and big names that he hire in AEW, that locker room is going to become very crowded and egos will play a part and things could get hectic. And is yeah. major hectic right now in AEW. CM Punk got to the medium scrum, and immediately he went off. I think Brian Alvarez got it first. I think I said his name right. And it went from mm-hmm. there. And it went on from there. And basically he took shots at everybody from Coca Cabana, saying that I haven't been friends with him in nearly 10 years. And, you know, so why would I do this? So why would I do that? On to, you know, other shots thrown at Hangman Adam Page for being this senseless airhead who knows nothing. Uh, Basically is what he said. And two EVPs that he kept talking about, those were the young books that do this and do that. He was just shitting on everybody. And then MJF, he's supposed to be brand new babyface, as a matter of fact, in Chicago. Did you see how they act when MJF showed up and CM Punk? Their hometown hero had just won the championship. They immediately forgot about Punk that quick in Chicago. Outside of Chicago, Punk is heel. He's got to go ahead and do it. He's got to go ahead and make that change. Oh, he's a heel now whether he wants to be or not. He's definitely a heel. Yeah, definitely a heel. But, look, some people seem to think all of this is a work. I just can't see it. I mean, they're overthinking the hell out of this. If this is really a work, they're just going way above and beyond to, to, to make us believe all of this. Now, I will say it is 
having us. It is giving us something talking about. It is giving us something yeah. to talk about. We're tuning in. I get all of that. However, I just don't think that. I think that this is really some shit going on. And I think that at some point, Punk and Hangman Adam Page is going to have to just go ahead and settle it. But Terrence, all of those things that he said and what Tony Khan didn't say, what's your take on that? And 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 then, again, what happened after that, all the things that he said led to an altercation later on as soon as the media scrum ended or as soon as he walked away from his part mm-hmm. of the media yeah, the scrum was scrum. definitely still going on it but, was still going on uh, and i think jericho yeah. kind of came out to kind of let him know that hey there's a fight just broke out uh just to let you know i think he actually kind of let that be known as he was leaving or as he came back he kind of told tk because he wasn't aware of it so yeah terrence oh my god what the hell man <laughs> what the hell I, I i think that you know let's just talk about the comments first uh to me the comments just should have been made in house, and apparently they had this this meeting, re- you know, a couple of weeks ago, and and that's what they talked about keeping everything in house. Well, Tony, if you if you decide you want to keep everything in house, then you are sitting right beside the man that is lashing out at, at, at your EVPs and a former heavyweight champion of yours that had to do business for the guy that's holding the title now. Uh, first of all, Tony, you have to protect those guys. I don't care if it's in public or in private and definitely in public. And um, you should have at some point cut that man off because you decided that you wanted to keep everything in house. I think that the guy that was sitting to the left of CM Punk does not have a sack at all. And I don't think that, you know, had it been anybody sitting there saying those things, I don't think he would have cut him off. The problem is, is that, CM Punk knows who he can do that around and who he can do it around. And Tony Khan is not going to do anything that he, that even that he could have done to stop CM Punk from saying those things. And to me, that's the problem. That's the problem. And and if, if he got to a to TV taping Wednesday and, and have his locker room decided to walk out, I could totally understand that. But I don't, I don't, I do not think that this will just go away. If, if everything that the people say, even if half of it is true, right, I don't think this would just go away. It's not because you got to keep you got to keep in mind that those quote unquote EVPs, <coughs> excuse me, that company started with their vision. Tony Khan might have the money, but those guys had the vision. Those wrestlers that came there, they came there because of those guys. Chris Jericho didn't go to AEW because of Tony Khan. He went there because of the Young Bucks and because of Cody and because of Kenny. Yep. And that's where it all started. Once Jericho went there, you knew it was real. We all knew it was real once Chris Jericho signed with him. That's why I gave him a chance. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly, precisely. Yeah. Those guys went there, the guys that signed there, they signed there because of the EBPs. One of them not being there now. Yeah. And I think the problem is that they've all gotten into business. And I really believe that, to an extent, Tony has flipped the script on those guys. Just from just from see, I don't think there's a chance that Cody Rose leaves unless there was something that went on between. And I said this when he left, something went on with him and Tony Khan. Yeah, and that opened the door for him to go back to WWE. And I think that Cody leaving should be the biggest sign that something is wrong in that locker room. Well, and I think we know for, and that we know for sure. Yeah, that something is wrong in that locker room because it's just like you know, hey, listen. If 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 you want to continue making money, I'm not saying Coda wouldn't have been making money, but if you want to keep making money, when you're when you when you get a hunch that your your employer is not doing things that's best for business, at some point you gotta decide, hey, listen, let me jump off this ship before it goes down. And mm-hmm. I really believe that's what Cody Rose was doing, was jumping off the ship before he believed it was going to go down. And this right here could be the, the ship finally hitting the iceberg. That's exactly what it sounds like to me, and it just goes to show us that Cody Rhodes is a lot smarter than a lot of us thought. He saw yep. it coming, and he got on down before it got too hot in the damn kitchen. Um, it's just bad right now, and I understand why he left, and uh, it seems as if CM Punk has gotten into the head of Tony Khan, and Tony Khan has forgotten who helped him start this thing. Yeah, it was his money, 
but you know who he backed it but who put this together who did enough to show him i should put my money up for this wrestling promotion and get it started and back this thing up it was those guys those evps and those evps got shitted on last night in that media scrum constantly over and over and over repeatedly 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 punk would just keep just just feeding them more shots every chance he could get and and that's what happened it was an altercation as soon as he got in the back and uh i heard it was a melee that's the words you know that i've heard a, a melee i don't know exactly who got the bad or the worst end of that stick but that it was pretty bad and yeah tony khan is in a dilly of a pickle again as i'll say he's got to figure this thing out who's going to get suspended if anybody who's going to be fired if anybody what's going to happen he's your AEW world champion right now if they if they hurry up and put mjf in a match with him and they take the belt off him immediately we'll know that you know punk is going to take some time off he's gonna he's gonna be disciplined or he's gonna walk away and say i quit you know i don't i don't know but uh him threatening to quit is the reason why Tony Khan is silent and he's letting him have his day, but this isn't going to fly right. Um, damn, Tony, you don't bite the hand that feeds you. The, the EVPs have done a lot. And right now it seems like he's just looking at Punk like, hey, he's the God. Everybody else is just, you know, his serpents. And, you know, we're going to do, we're going to follow his lead. And it's just what it seems like that's going to be. And he could lead them right into the graveyard. Uh, not sure. Again, I understand Punk's problems. I mean, issues. At the same time, you can't be unprofessional. And that was very unprofessional, the way he done that and the way Tony kind of allowed it to go on. Uh, that's all I really got. Where do we go from here, Terrence? What is Wednesday Night Dynamite going to look like? What? Well, I got I to gotta say this, too. Uh, and, I, and I thought about this earlier. Okay. So I, I remember <clears throat> uh, some... It's been a few months, I guess, when when Booker T was talking about the physique of Adam Cole, and um, and I was like, well, it's not necessarily about his physique, but you have to look. Part of being a pro wrestler is you have to pretend to be tough on TV, but you also have to look tough so that people out here in these streets won't try you. Yeah. If you <coughs> excuse me, if you look at the young books, especially now. You have no problem trying them because CM Punk just walked up to one and apparently just walked up to, uh, walked up to one and knocked him out cold. Wow. Uh, this is the problem with these guys out here being tiny and not being skilled at anything except for choreographed fl flips and super kicks. Mm-hmm. Those super kicks ain't help you in a real fight. And I'm not saying that anybody should be fighting for real, but just in case if it happens, you know, people at home got a got fear... Hey, you you were not about to run up on 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 Hogan or Macho Man or, uh, heck, you wouldn't even run up on Shawn Michaels because Shawn Michaels at least had some some physique to him at that time. Yes, yeah, yeah. Shawn yeah. Michaels was not, you know, he he may have been a small guy compared to those guys. Yeah, but Shawn Michaels had some 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 muscular build to him that oh, yeah. he just, you know, he, yeah, you wouldn't just about to run up on Shawn Michaels and grab him, right? Unless you were unless you were a gang of uh, uh sailors or or whatever those guys were right. that beat him down. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, my, my point is that those guys are not doing what they're supposed to do in the sense of looking and, act, and acting tough when it's time. Because CM Punk just apparently... Somebody said that now CM Punk and A-Steel should be the, the new trio's champions. And I thought it was hilarious. Wow. CM Punk and who? And A-Steel, the, the guy that is producer free and that... Oh. Was uh you know fighting with him? Oh man, you see, see, I can't even. I'm not even gonna <laughs> respond to, to anything like that. But uh, <laughs> T, the EVPs threatened to quit. I don't know if you've heard yes. that or not either. You yes, did. I okay. did. Yeah, absolutely. What what what? If you're Tony Khan, what do you do? You know what? Um, I bring everybody in the room. Uh, everybody say what they have to say. He just done that. <clears throat> he, they just had a meeting a week or two ago. What? Well, I think he had a meeting with the whole locker room. Yeah. Now I'm bringing in, <laughs> excuse me, I swallowed something, went down the wrong way, and this cough is just right, being, a, <laughs> being a butthole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now I'm bringing in CM Punk. I'm bringing in the books, Omega. Um, 
Heck, I even called Coke Cabana in, and and you know, you know what I mean. I'm calling everybody the Hangman. Might as well. Yes, yes, please. FTR, Both even though they're innocent in this, I'm sure they have nothing to do with it. Those Both. guys seem like they just literally, literally mind their own business. Yeah, until you're talking about Punk, and then they throw some they're, shots. Yeah, uh, I mean? wanted, I want for everybody to uh, air all their grievances, and I'm definitely going to. My 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 whole thing about this positioning is that a few weeks ago Eddie Kingston got suspended yep. for allegedly mugging Sammy Guevara. Yeah, they got a real some, backstage some, heat. Some heat they had that you know whatever you, however you feel about the heat came about. Yeah, you know that's that's one thing. But the the bottom line is that Eddie Kingston put his hand on Guevara and got suspended. Yeah. Now if that is company policy, I just throw a punch. Uh, has to be suspended. So you you got to work through all of that. And if there is a suspension, I don't want my champion being suspended. You know, so I'm I'm looking at it like, should I take the title off of him? Tony Khan has some real tough decisions to make. Yeah, because we can't do the interim shit again. That yeah, this is why Tony Khan um, could always learn a thing or two from Vince. And, 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 and Cornette and Bischoff and plenty of other people there that's are, talking to him. There are him. people at home right now that he could learn a thing or two from. But Tony mm-hmm. Khan is also very arrogant and thinks that for some reason he's got this paranoia about him that he thinks people are out to get him. And it's like I said on, on the last show, man, most of us want him to succeed. Yeah, yeah, seriously. But when you do things that you do that you do and you look the way you look uh, Sunday evening, <clears throat> it makes us... Just uh, it's to the point to where you almost don't like Tony, you know, like, and I don't want to not like Tony. Yeah. Uh, but the way he looked Sunday, and the way he essentially had absolutely no leadership in all of that. Um, the only thing he said during the CM Punk scrum was, I, that I can remember was, "Oh, it's my fault. I should have stepped in immediately," or something along those lines. And I forgot exactly what part of the scrum that I was thinking about, but the 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 part is the the problem is that there were a lot of things being said that you should have stepped in and said, "Hey, this 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 interview is over." Yeah, this is over. This interview is over. And he didn't get to say, "Punk, go get a shower." Yeah, and he didn't get to say whatever it is, whatever it was he was trying to finish saying because, because Punk, Punk wouldn't even let him talk. Punk wouldn't even let him talk. Yep, no respect, no respect at all. Like it's not your job to do this, do that. Fuck that. We should do this. We should do that. Like wow, do you see what the f- is going on here? Yeah, so it, it is uh, a problem now. If if if, but I think the only way they can try to salvage it is to suspend Punk. Uh, Punk's the champion. He's making a lot of money. He is not going to just go away. He'll take a suspension, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, and then you and then he comes back, and you can work the MJF feud, or if one of those guys are to the point to where they want to work. Work with him, and you can get some of this stuff and and incorporate it into into the ring. That'd be great, um, you know. But his options, he does not have a lot of options. He has to mitigate this as best he can because right now you are at risk of losing not just the EVPs but your whole locker room. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, uh, T, <laughs> it's been nice, man. I don't know if there's anything else I want to. I have to talk about it. it. Was a wild night in AEW. It was a wild time, man. A wild weekend in wrestling. Uh, yeah. And then on top of all of that, still no Bray Wyatt in WWE or AEW. But it seems like he's got this big offer from this other guy who's going to start a wrestling promotion that we've been hearing about for quite some time. I can't think of his name right now. But mm-hmm. he's really serious about starting a wrestling promotion, and he's already reached out to Bray Wyatt. And this is exactly mm-hmm. where Bray Wyatt could go. And this is the reason why he's been stalling for this guy here. And he said that he's going to do everything that WWE and AEW aren't doing. And I've heard some of the things. I was like, oh, wow, I like that. And he's got some money as well to put behind this. But I can't think of his name to save my life. I'm sure somebody's listening right now and they know exactly who I'm talking about. I apologize for not having that down or noted. We'll have to talk about that next time. But that's probably where Bray Wyatt is going to end up. And uh, as far as Hangman Page, I don't know where they're going to go with him in, in this. But if you want to put this stuff on TV since it's so entertaining, 
then let's get Punk and Page back into another rivalry. Immediately after Punk goes heel, he needs to go heel immediately. Maybe go maybe go heel when you come back from suspension, if you're suspended. Just say this is a bunch of bullshit, and I just, like, everybody's against me. I'm the outsider. I understand. Make it look like it's just this whole AEW versus CM Punk type of thing going on. Yeah, because it is. <laughs> yeah, as if Paige was basically saying, you know, months ago. But, yeah, let's put this on wax. Let's put this on TV, and let's get this in a good storyline so we can really feel it and see it more. I mean, I'm tired of hearing all this stuff about Paige, and Paige is not doing anything. He's not shooting. He's not saying anything. So, Punk, you got to stop. If Paige is not saying anything to you in the back, well, there's no cameras, there's no microphones, and he's not saying anything, then there's no smoke. There's no problem. And and, and here's the the thing, too. When when did that promo happen? The the first one that, that apparently pissed CM Punk off. That was in April. Before double and there's been a lot of time in between then where Punk could have had something to say either to the crowd or uh, well I think he was hurt at that you know he got hurt right after that but yeah he uh, had had the time but to he, could, he there, definitely but... could have said something privately yeah he's had they the time they could have thought about that already and this would have never been an issue yeah I agree and he should have been punished for coming out there going off schedule off script for that and he wasn't so I can't wait to see what'll happen with him throwing a punch. Or knocking somebody out as far as one of the young bucks, but yeah. nothing happened when he, you know, when he went out there and went off script on that promo. He shouldn't have done that. And Paige had nothing to do with that. And that's, and that's all the problem. And that's all more of the reason why Tony Khan has to do something immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be a situation where we hear about it through some reporter. Tony Khan should make an announcement in the morning to say, "Hey, this is what's going on." Yeah, and, and that's CM Punk's main problem. His main beef is that. Hey, man, it's these reporters that are putting out this BS. This hard garbage is not even true, and they're spreading around rumors that's not even true. He's saying that half of the stuff is BS, and he doesn't care about the Coke Cabana crap or none of the, another thing else. But this is where it's stemming from, Coke Cabana and Paige. And it seems like Paige has been on some, oh, Coke Cabana, he did what? He said what? Oh, okay, I got you. And, <laughs> and Paige is just willing to just fight for him and, like, screw punk. And so Punk is yeah. like, no, screw you. And so here we go. But Coca Banner is in the middle of all of this. And this is why Tony Khan really should have just either not signed CM Punk or let Coca Banner go before he signed CM Punk. Because how valuable was he to AEW any damn way? Not at all. He was already he was already completely out of place with the Dark Order anyway. He was. So I mean, you should have just let him go. And now Punk wouldn't have any issue with Cabana, and there would be nobody walking around whispering about Punk and how bad he is of a person behind behind Punk's back. And that's what Coca Cabana is doing, so I've heard. And Hangman Adam Page just seemed to be one of those guinea pigs that fell for it and was like, yeah, you're right, fuck Punk. No, you can't do that. Punk is not the type of guy that you play with and you do like that. He's a ticking time bomb. He's ready whenever. And so now, look, they asked for the OCM Punk. You've got him. The rah-rah, cheer-cheer, I'm back. I love you all. I'm not mad. I'm sorry. There's nothing for me to be upset. He's upset now. So you've got it. Uh, Is this going to be good for ratings? Is this going to be good for AEW TV? Maybe. We'll see. But at some point, in in order for any of this to work, they all have to find a way to get along. They all have to find a way to coexist. And I'm not sure if that will happen. Um... That's all I've got, T. Anything that you have that we're leaving out before we end this show? Hey, not, not, not that I can think of. Um, I, I guess we'll just have to watch Wednesday to see what happens. And that, and, that, and you know what? And that's, that's, that's a the good part thing. that a lot of people aren't talking about. That's a good thing for AEW. It is. We are, we and, are and, ready. And here's the thing. Next week, Monday Night Football starts back. AEW has a lot of buzz. This uh, this race for wrestling supremacy is far from over. Mm-hmm. AEW just has to kind of turn the ship around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, with Triple H doing what he's doing, there is a small, small um, room for error in yeah. AEW. They really can't drop the ball here. They can't fumble. Yeah, they cannot. They cannot. If they if they do fumble, they better recover that bitch. Because I'm telling you, it is a war outside, and no one is safe. They need to come with it, 
they're they're on a start, I guess. They're off to a good start somewhat, I guess. People are going to watch Wednesday to see what's up. But we're only looking for the drama and all of the chaos that's going on and how Tony Khan is just losing control. And that's the reason why some people think it's a work. Because this is exactly what they want us to do. At least that's what some people think. But I... I'm a theory. I have more theories than anybody that you may know, Terrence. And even I don't think that this is a theory. I don't think this is a work. I think this is for real, for real. And Tony Khan has a major problem on his hand. While Triple H, Paul Levesky is just sitting back right now just like, <laughs> you know, I knew these guys were going to fucking screw up at some point. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. And that's exactly what's going on. Um, and that's all I got. Though. We're at the one-hour mark. Thank you for listening. The Great Debate Show is available wherever you get your podcast. Download and subscribe. It's the good guys with one less man, and that other good guy will be back with us. We're going to switch it up and do it on Thursday. We brought the wrestling to you on Tuesday, and we're going to swap it out, and the Thursday's episode will be NFL. Week one predictions we still got the NFC, I mean the AFC uh, North and the AFC West. We've got to get that out of the way, and we'll talk about Thursday night's game kickoff. Mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills at the LA Rams. This week one is back, and it's better than ever. We hope, and we we're ready. The season is upon us, and this is the first time, Terrence, that we've ever had a football season starting, and we've had so much other things to talk about. Like, yeah, man, wrestling has really been taking. <laughs> A lot of the spotlight up, man. Like, seriously. They, they're they doing their thing. So, regardless of what we think about it, one thing AEW and WWE is doing right is, hey, they've got us talking about it. And that's, that's, that's I guess that's all we can ask for. Um, we'll see where that goes with AEW on Wednesday night. I think they get a million views again, though, now that MJF is back. And we see what goes on from there. Um, that's it, though, ladies and gentlemen. We're out. Back Thursday again, AFC North, AFC West predictions. What's up with Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens contract? Uh, are the Rams ready to defend their Super Bowl championship? Buffalo comes into town on Thursday night, and we'll talk about it. And then we have to do our picks, like for real, the the, the big the big pick, Super Bowl. Who's going to be there? Who's the winner? We have to give all of that, and we have to have Nick here forward. So since Nick is in another country, I believe, right now or somewhere, he's not in the States right now, we we have to wait on him to come back. And on Thursday, we will be able to put that episode out. So we did the wrestling now to get it out of the way. And whatever happens on Dynamite, we'll chop it up on Sunday maybe and come back and do that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Thank you. Um... Oh, some breaking news. Some breaking news. CO Punk just slapped the shit out of somebody else in the back uh, at AEW. <laughs> Man, this is going, this is getting out Somebody's got to slap him back at some point now. Some, and somebody's going to do it at some point. And that is when it's really, ooh-wee, that's when it's really going to Man, somebody's back there saying to themselves right now, who the f- do you think you are? So, yeah, that could happen at some point. Uh, we will see. Uh, I tell you one thing, that Sammy Guevara, that 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 young guy's nothing to play with. I've heard, uh, like Eddie Kingston, he really wanted to smoke with him because he doesn't like his attitude. He thinks he's too arrogant. He's this, he's that. Sammy Guevara, he can get under your skin a bit, but he's not going. So I'm just saying, like, let that be. Let Punk try to, you know, bark up that tree. I think he may kind of. That's one of those young guys that'll be like, man. They don't respect well, him. Well, someone had, someone had the theory that he uh, purposely waited until Bobby Fish got released to kind of start these rants uh, because they know that you know Bobby Fish also has MMA training and of course Punk you know he trained you know for UFC for a couple of fights uh-huh. that didn't go so well. Uh huh. Okay. So that's, that's that was one fan theory I read. It's like, well, wow. yeah, I don't think he was that elaborate, but yeah, I can see that. Well, Bobby Fish is definitely gone. It's over with. Yep. He's out of there now. and uh, it's, Oh, and Malachi Black appears to, appears to be, at the very least, taking a leave of absence or some, of some sorts. Yeah. Um, he says he's got an injury that's really bothering him, but 
He's, he's got the injury, all right. He's got, and, and and the only way to cure it is that uh that will go back to WWE or that they give you every once in a while. Yeah, that's what it seems because I mean, for him to say it's an injury now after the pay per view, it seems like he just wanted to get AEW out the way, and uh, I don't know what his contract looks like, but. He just pretty much asked to get released a few weeks ago here. It has been confirmed, yeah. and it was denied. Uh, so we'll see where that goes. But, hey, I don't care if he stays or goes. Like, they didn't do enough with him anyway. We talked about some of these people that Tony Khan he was, he was another guy that did not need a stable. Didn't need a stable. They didn't do anything with him. Uh, I, I haven't been interested in him, in him since Cody put him over, and, I mean, he put his ass over, and it seems it like it was all for nothing now. So, uh, hey, hey, guys, We t- I said this in the beginning. I hate to see Cody leave. I just don't think it's going to be good for AEW. I said this, and I said that I want to be wrong. I see now I was not wrong. This is bad for AEW. Tony Khan, you have a way to save this because you do have a shitload of talent. Jericho mentioned in the media scrum last night that there's another big, huge AEW TV deal coming up. But you can't keep playing around with us and teasing us with that. You know, we need to see that TV deal. And I know those are not easy to come by. But you bought Ring of Honor. You the one done it. You you, got to stop jumping the gun and doing these things too soon. You can't count the egg before it's hatched. Stop doing that so much. I know you got the money, but TK, you've got all this talent out here and you don't have enough TV time for them. And yet he still continues to sign talent with not enough people. Somebody else he'll just put on the shelf, W. Morrissey, whoever the hell he is, he'll be on the shelf and we'll forget about him by full gear. We'll forget that he even came. Watch what I tell you, the purpose of him being there. Ethan Page, good luck with him. He's a good talent. They just can't find and do, figure out what they're going to do with him. And if Ethan Page is with this group, then where the hell is Scorpio Sky? Have not saw him since he lost the TNT title to Warlow. So I don't know what him and Lambert are doing, but it's just like, ugh. oh, man, that's just too much talent. Not enough TV time. You got to get that. Stop signing people until you get some more TV time. Uh, and this is getting hectic because I read on Bleacher Report that people are saying that they're sick of Jay being the champion. At some point, it's time to figure out how they're going to come up with a build to get the belt off of her. So now. Let's see if Tony listens to this, because he usually does. And if he Mm -hmm. does, I got the feeling he's going to drop the ball and the way she loses it. And I'm not saying she's not. She she has to lose it at some point, but don't do it the same way you did it with Goldberg. The way Goldberg finally lost to Nash, it was terrible booking. I, I, I see them doing the same thing. Something that will be backwards, won't make much sense. I don't see anybody that can come in and beat her, but I'm sure they'll bring in somebody else. And have you thinking that it'll be her, and yet it'll just be another woman on the shelf that they'll just do nothing with, like Ruby Soho, like everybody else. Everybody else. Um, I'm done, though, T. Uh, That's it for me, too, man. Yeah, that's it, man. Long night. Hope everybody enjoyed their weekend. It was a a nice uh, uh, three-day weekend. Um, The week is now back, man. We're getting it started again Tuesday. A whole nother week. Football is coming back. We out. It's the Great Debate Show. Um, let's just see what happens Wednesday, and we'll we'll come back and talk about it, man. Absolutely. That's all I got. Uh, y'all be safe out there. Whew. Wow, wow, wow. AEW. Boy, boy, boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you've enjoyed. You've heard it from us. The good guys. We out. Peace out, guys. <laughs>